Hello and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to We're Just Talking, your favorite Jersey Shore podcast. How are you guys doing this evening? This Tuesday evening. Tuesday evening. It is our cat's birthday. It is 420, so you guys know what that means. Our cat is high as hell right now. It's actually her birthday, though. Yeah, that's yeah. why That's why she'd be high. Why would else? No, why would she's else? sleeping. Look at how cute she is. I know. I mean, she's chilling. Chillaxing. Yeah. Memes. That's, you were a, that's our cat memes. to give her a memes. birthday treat, but you couldn't be bothered, so I did it. Uh, well, I'll give her another one before we go to sleep. No. Yeah, I'll give her another one. She gets a birthday treat. I asked where her birthday cupcake was. She doesn't eat cupcakes. She eats cupcakes. So how's it going, guys? We missed you. How's it going with you, Julian? With me, Oh, I'm talking to our fans over here. With me? It's going fine with me. How is it going with you, Carly? Fine. Anything new with you? Any any new any other new surprises that you want to tell anybody about? No. Oh, okay. What are you thinking of something? No. I was just asking. Oh. Uh-huh. That's all. Interesting. Yeah. Um, tonight is a night that we wanted to get into something kind of real. Um, it's something that I think we all think about every single day. And the question is if you guys had 24 hours, which, you know, hopefully we all do, um, we all have the same 24 hours from midnight to midnight. What would you do with your time? Okay. So, arguably, we don't have 24 hours because we're not awake for those. Okay. Yeah. So but that's you, kind of take... irrelevant because you, you, you still have, if you wanted to be awake, you could be awake. I mean, yeah. So, if, like, you only had 24 hours. That's not do... a smart use of time, though. Uh, if you only had twenty four hours left, is that? Oh, oh okay, yeah. that's a different question. Okay, so all right, so let's let, let's pretend like this. Let's pretend like we all have more than twenty four hours left. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, okay, tomorrow's twenty four hours. This is what I'm going to do. Tomorrow's twenty four hours. Okay, starting at midnight tonight. You only have twenty four hours left of your life. Is that what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. Let, let let let's just do this, right? Not twenty four hours of your life. Well, well, I mean, you don't know. You may, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But let's just say this. You never know if the next 24 hours are last. Right. So let's just say this. Let's say that your next 24 hours, you plan on, you know, going about your normal life, going about your normal day, right? But you plan on prioritizing time to as if it was maybe your last 24 hours, right? But you're not going to say, oh, it's my last 24 hours. Like, F it. You know, I'm going to go ahead yeah, and, okay. and just do whatever. Like, no, like, think of it as this is this is, this is is the 24 hours I have right now. It might be my last it might not be my last but this is what i'm gonna do with my day yeah so living your life like in the back of your mind that the next day isn't promised yes is kind of like what you're getting at okay yes which so, i yeah, mean I think we all we, none of us do but, yeah you know i think that's different than saying okay you only have 24 hours left to live what are you gonna do and most people i think their answer would just be like a bender or like i don't know tying up their affairs yeah. i guess yeah, I, mean, I don't it, know yeah i mean that's not so um, th- those are two different questions it's like what would you yeah. do if this is your last 24 hours yeah or what are you gonna do with your next 24 hours yeah okay so the whole point of this podcast is i think a lot of people like to make excuses oh like you know i don't have time i don't have time that's like kind of what you hear from a lot of people when it comes to you know personal responsibility for certain things and you know reaching your goals um you know whether they be personal professional whatever it is It's always, you know, I guess an excuse that people make a lot of the time is like, oh, I don't have time. And it's like, well, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And with the caveat that, of course, we're not awake for all of those 24 hours every day, obviously. But we all have the same amount of time and we all arguably require the same amount of rest. So even if you do factor in sleep and things of that nature, you know, you do have the same amount as as everybody else when all things are equal. Of right, course. Right. So then. Um, so I think uh, today is kind of just talking about, you know, how you fit everything that you need to fit into a day and how, you know, you prioritize and and strategize your, you know, 
your nine to five or your routines or this and that. And I know we've talked at length before about being efficient and like getting into a routine and the importance of having like a daily day to day type of thing that you're doing. Um, and, you know, things that set you up for success for the day and things of that nature. But I think we're just going to kind of talk about our, you know, methods and trying to get squeeze things in as it's becoming more and more difficult as we get older. Right. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, extremely like extremely difficult to fit just the smallest of things in sometimes. Okay. So what is your, okay. So for me, like I feel like daylight savings is like a game changer because I start to shut down. Like when the sun goes down, right. You're not in yeah. your head. Yeah. Like yet when it's winter and yeah. it's dark at 5 PM, you're like, okay, the day's over. The day's over. My night's over. Yeah. You know, but like now I kind of like, it kind of goes both ways. Cause then I let time get away from me when it's like light out for longer. I'm like, Oh shit, it's eight o'clock already. Like, because I'm not, I'm not like cognizant of the time passing because it's still light out. If that makes sense. Yeah. Both make sense. Yeah. So as a general matter, I feel like I'm way more productive in the spring and summer months. Yeah. I think, I think probably most people can agree to that. Yeah. Cause um, it's warm outside. The sun's out longer. Like everyone's just in a naturally better mood than being more productive. Yeah. And like, you just feel like your day is still going on. Like today, for example, I, you know, didn't get a chance to work out this morning so i worked out and and of course there there it is there's the excuse i didn't get a chance to work out this morning like i could have gotten up earlier and worked out i just didn't so i waited till the end of my work day and then by the time i was finished with my workout and like starting to make dinner and like we were starting to get settled in for the night i was like god how is it already like 8 8 30 9 o'clock like yeah. you know i think that and we just talked about this yesterday like i think that you know, work consumes such a huge part of our lives. And if you really like sit down and think about how much time we spend working in our lives, mm -hmm. like it's super depressing. You don't even want to like think about it. So those valuable hours before and after, I think like if you can maximize your productivity and maximize what you're doing during those times, I think you just feel better. Like you're in better mental headspace, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Do you know what I think helps too at times? What? I have to do this um, sometimes write down like tasks for yourself yeah, and like put like a box next to them and uh -huh. then check them off as you go. Yeah. And like once you start like checking one off, or you're going to check another off and you're going to keep on going down. Like, okay, like I feel like shit right now or maybe I feel so um, smothered. But however, like looking at this checklist, I did A, B and C. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think I'm a big fan of the of the bullet point checklist yeah. and writ plans and things of that nature you know i've i've kind of defaulted in recent times to like putting you know schedule items and stuff in my phone and i still i don't like it i i would rather write down wh what i have to do and like write down my action items so to speak for the day it just feels better to like take a pen and like cross it off your list yeah then like have it like on your iphone and just like you know right, mark it off or it's whatever something that you like accomplished you know <laughs> yeah so okay so what are some of the things that you struggle with to like cram into your day that you like kind of put on the back burner feel like that my maybe full focus and attention for you and the household gets sometimes put on the back burner yeah i mean let, let, let me explain because okay. if i'm at work now right obviously everyone knows that i, I transitioned to a different company however i'm still working a lot of hours you know it's different hours and it's not overnight and it's you know what i mean but it's still a lot of hours so with commute like i'm still working 12 hours a day so yeah. boom out of your so this there, there you go if you want to take eight hours of sleep okay let's say six hours okay six hours of sleep you're usually getting more than that but go ahead no okay 
Well, it, it depends. Okay. It depends. I would, say, I would say I get between six and like maybe eight, depending on what time I go to sleep. Okay. So take out, we'll say six, right? We'll average six. Take out six. So now I have 18 hours of the day. 12 of that is spent with work. Yeah. 12 plus, we'll say. Yeah. So, so at least four hours of the day. Mm-hmm. Left to do. Or six. That's six left. 18 minus 12. Yeah. Is six. It is six. <laughs> <laughs> it is six. Yeah, yeah, six hours. Six. But I feel like okay. So, so you yeah. know what I mean. So yeah, okay. So you have let's say five or six hours, right? Because then you come home yeah, from work. You factor it all in, and then and, and then sometimes guess what you're doing? You do this two cars. You can't just yell at me for no, it. No, I'm like, not All of a sudden, you got to hop back on the computer real quick and, and finish something up. Yeah, so that's 100%. another hour. Yeah. So let's say you got five hours. Yeah. From the time, just whatever. So you spend some of that time eating, showering, whatever. You know, trying to to you know talk to your loved one, maybe watch uh watch a watch, I was gonna say a soap opera, watch so watch some maybe a little TV, maybe read a book, and it's then 1950. like yeah, and then like maybe try to work out. What I think is I'm very proud of it that I just created. I built a gym in our house, so I basically turned the loft into a gym. I'm so proud of it, and it's one of the best things I think I've ever done for our household because now. We don't need to worry about the commute to the gym or if I miss the workout. No, don't worry about that. The gym's at your house. It's amazing. Can I just say it's amazing how quickly you made that come together because you were motivated to do it? Yes. I can't get you to move that quickly on anything. I'm like, can you take this box out to recycling? You're like, I will like when my heart tells me it's time, (laughs) you know? Like you're just like, you know, it's like, but, but that gym and like you, you took everything. Okay. So our loft had like, um, it had like a full like couch set up with like, you know, another chair and it was kind of like a loungy type space. And Julian would play video games up there. That's really mostly what it was for. You like dismantled that couch and brought it downstairs like all within like two days. And like, I'm just like, I can't get you to take the trash out that quickly. <laughs> like, I can't even get you to, you know, I'm like, I really would like for you to, you know, get the get the t-dap shot for the baby oh, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like yeah i i will when uh you know when mercury is in retrograde i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll make that happen i'm like you know but yeah you were you were super motivated to do that so so to that end by having that space that gives you that takes away you know however many you know minutes or hours it would take to get ready leave the house, go to the gym, drive there, drive back. Like, well, you, you, you know, just, and all of it adds up. It adds up. Exactly. So you just said it right there. Like, yeah. So for years, what we would do is either we'd meet up at the gym together and yeah. I would change there or we, I would come home, pick you up. Yeah. So there you go, now you're going home. Now we're immediately changing and leaving, going to the gym, doing the workout, driving back. Right. By that time, it's 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And, it, and I'm like, I still have to cook dinner. Yeah. Like I haven't even made it yet. Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, now as we get older and just, you know, with our jobs and of course we have a baby on the way, like it, you, it's just it's just not like you're just not going to be able to do that. It's not practical, it's yeah. practical, right? And I know like a big thing for you guys know as well, a big thing for Colin and I would like to be, you know, to, to work out and, and to be healthy and things like that. So I knew like, all right, to keep us going. And I think the last episode I spoke about this, like not even not even for like physical, like just feeling good physically, but mentally as well. Yeah. Like if I want if we want to be on top of our game, especially as husband and wife, um, as professionals and as parents, we got to make sure that our minds are, are clear and our bodies are ready to go at all times. And one of the main things that helps us do that is is being physically you know active and, and being able to work out, even, you know, and you, not for two hours a day, but even for you know an hour or, yeah, or, thir- or thirty was, minutes. Yeah, you know? today for me it was thirty five minutes. There you go. Like yesterday was thirty minutes. Right. Like so, if I can create. 
create a space to where it doesn't work. Don't worry about it. We're not going to stress out about not being able to make it or not being able to go or not have the time. It's right there in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So So that's huge. So, so, and I understand that like a lot of people are like, well, I don't have the resources to do that. You know, and prior, prior to having this space in our, in our, our third floor or whatever, I understand, I recognize that some people don't have the space for that. But like, if you have, you know, a yoga mat and like a couple weights, that's all you need. Yeah. And you can put that in your closet. I mean, you have a studio apartment. You can make it work. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, so it comes down to how badly do you want it? How much of a priority is it? You know, how are you going to how are you going to make it work with your life? You know, and exactly. Same thing like, you know, OK, let's say you really don't have any space. You have nothing. You don't have any kind of go outside. Go for a run. Go yeah. for a walk. Like yeah. any of those things like can help like raise serotonin levels, lower cortisol, get your head right. Get you, you know. Yeah get you in a good headspace. But, you know, thinking about other stuff too, you know, we're not just talking about fitness. We're talking about other things that come with life. Like Julian and I just last week had to adjust our schedules a little bit to fit in a class about newborns yeah. because we need to learn about babies. It was a good, it was a good class. <laughs> and I it was, was a great class. It was a really valuable use of our time. It was. It was. I was skeptical at first, but like they were teaching us things that like you just wouldn't know. Yeah. How would we, how would we know? We're new, we're going to be new parents. Like we don't know that yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. And like I was saying, I I've been out of the game as far as infants go for a while because I used to like, you know, when I was younger, I would babysit and and do like all that kind of stuff and I'd be with like babies a lot more often than I am now as an adult. You know, so I wanted to kind of learn. And of course, all those things, you know, all the safety standards, all of the, you know, accepted practices of parenting and all this stuff is changing constantly. So we needed to learn. And when I told Julian, I'm like, I signed us up for this class. We need to do it. He, I kind of got the eye roll like, oh, my God, you know, like, how long is this going to be? Like, when is it going to be? I have to work. And it's like, we both made it work. Like, we both sat down at six o'clock and listened to uh, what the doula had to say. And we... Um, you know, it was two hours long. It was a long class, yeah. but it was so worth it. And it was such a good, like, bang for your buck. Yeah, like, it was. It was. Yeah. Shout out to Oh Mama's Doulas. They're, they're just great. The class was amazing. Um, like, like really good too. Like, I, you know, I've, I've been this whole time, like, I've been sold on the doula thing. I've been sold, but like, I didn't really, I don't like know much about it. Yeah. But like that two and like Carly was like oh it's well it's like two hours I'm like two hours what are they I'm like talk two about? hours isn't enough time in my mind in her mind I'm like what the fuck yeah but like you know what like everything that she said was really interesting and uh, a lot of things I just didn't know and I'm kind of glad now that I do know yeah you know because it's really valuable yeah cats are acting up man. sorry there's a cat destroying our a cat our carpet right now everything yeah. yeah. But yeah, so so even stuff like that, like things pop up, you know, like you're not going to always be in control of, okay, this time to this time I'm doing this, this time to this time I'm doing that. So you kind of have to, you know, think through your day, you know, does it mean that you have to wake up a little bit earlier to get your workout in the morning because you know you're not going to get it done later in the day? Like maybe that, maybe that is, but like, and you know, some people are like, oh, I can never do that. It's like, well, no, you just don't want to do that. Right? Like it's yeah, just. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know? It's like you can. If it was that important to you, you would do it. Yeah. Right? Like, Completely. and I come down on myself a lot for that because a lot of times I'm like, I really should wake up and get the workout out of the way. And then I'm like, but I could just do it later. And like, eventually, like, that's not going to be the case. And I'm going to, I guess we're going to see if like how important it is, you know, but take turns, you know, you go this time, I go at that time. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You like, just kind of make it work. Yeah. You know? But it's like, it kind of is like a wake up call when you really break down your, you know, your day and like what, 
where all the time goes because you're just like how like how did this all and then you're like all right well like i was putzing around from this time to this time and it's like you know i was folding laundry or whatever it was like some menial task like and it eats away at your day and then like like Julian said, like 12 hour workday, like, okay, now you're left with six hours. And that's if you don't like mess around at all. Like, yeah, you have to like make those six hours like really count. But like you, you're, you're not because you have things you got to do from the workday. You got to yeah. like do laundry or clean something. You got to prepare dinner or, you know, take a shower or like yeah. there's so many things that eat up more of your time before you know it, you're laying in bed and maybe you have a few minutes to watch something or read a little bit of a book. But then you're like, shit, now I just got to do, I got to do it all over again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, kind of like you're just like on a hamster wheel yeah yeah so that's why like you know even um, if it's like okay so i i think it's really valuable to like have you know a half hour or 20 minutes or whatever it is of time that's just like silence and like i don't know like you time i guess you could say like you're not designating it to anything you're not like okay this time is meant for working out or this time is meant for chores or this time is meant for being with my spouse or this time is meant for cooking or cleaning or whatever it is like you just kind of take you know like you think about here, here's a good example like you think about how you feel when you set your alarm to a half hour before you need to actually get up and you get up at a half hour before and then you have that extra cushion to just like take your time and like make the coffee and drink it yeah. and nothing's worse than like having to rush yeah like out the window at the you're door yeah yeah in the morning yeah yeah because like you're rushing to get into your car and you get into your car and you get to work and you feel rushed and oh shit i didn't get my coffee so now i gotta run out and get my you know what i mean yeah like, if you if you can literally like just take the time and like make some breakfast have some coffee eat sit it in drink silence, it like yeah sit check in, the news whatever sit in silence for a few minutes just just not and then, and then go like your quality of life is going to be way better um and i i should take my own advice like tomorrow i plan on doing that i plan on um actually getting up and uh, earlier and making sure that I do make breakfast. So I, I've been good at doing that, but lately I haven't. I've been kind of doing some intermittent fasting till 12 and that was fine until, um, it wasn't, <laughs> I was fine until today. So again, with the new gym I built in the house, like I have like, like heavier weights and I've been, you know, doing more weight lifting, um, in addition to some of like the Peloton rides. So like, right. I'm just more hungry. So yesterday I was good. I lasted like one, one thirty before I had my first meal. I was good today. It was like 10 30. I had to door dash something like immediately I was starving. So I'm like, all right, maybe I, maybe I can't do this shit if I'm going to be lifting weights. So I was like, all right, tomorrow what I'm going to do is I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm just going to go, I'm going to make my breakfast. All right. Have my coffee and i'm gonna be out the door it's not gonna be a slow pace but like you know at least give me time to do that so that like by the time i get to work i have my coffee i've already eaten breakfast i can i can just get on with the day you know yeah and then that leads to so if you do that and then you're more productive at work you might be able to leave before you know before you had originally anticipated i know that's true for my job yeah you know if you're able to be efficient at what you're doing and you know get started on the tasks that you had to do and not leave them till the end of the day that i mean you're already it's just like a domino effect like you're gonna you're gonna set yourself up for for a better day if you just get ahead of it the other thing that just occurred to me is that just like you want to like allocate a certain amount of time to you know getting prepared and things like that and taking your time you also want to like put a hard stop on certain things like okay I'm going to check my phone, but I'm not going to check it for more than 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and like you put a hard stop on that. Like, no, I'm not going to sit here and scroll through everything for, you know, and then be like, oh, shit, a half hour went by. 
You know, yeah. I think oh, that's the biggest thing is how, like phones and like social media and stuff. How many times have you done that? You're, oh my God. You, uh, like I've I'm done so it too. Bad. I'm so but bad. You'll be on your phone for like hours. I know. I'm like, I get well, I'm sucked like, in. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I get sucked in and I like click from one thing to another and then I just read and I read and I read and then I'm in a rabbit hole and then I just like, I'm searching things and I just. I, I'm yeah I am definitely the bigger offender of that but same thing goes for like being at work you know you want to incorporate breaks and rest and like okay I'm going to do this task but like I'm also going to give myself a breather after however many minutes of working you know there's like the time block method that people talk about um, I don't know too much about it but I know that it's principled based on like okay you're you know, you're going to work for 40 minutes and then you're going to take five minutes and then you're going to work for 40 minutes, take five minutes, work for 40 minutes, take five minutes. So like mm-hmm. you're more productive in those 40 minutes, I guess, scientifically. And I don't know if these are the right, you know, numbers, but it's something like that, that they say that it's almost like interval working, like yeah. you work. And then like during that time, you're more productive if you know that you have a five minute breather at the end. Yeah. But like you have to give yourself the breather. Yeah. And you have to time it out. So there's like, I know there's like timers and like little time cubes and things like that that people use. And I kind of want to like, I want to try it. I don't know that I could because I just like have so much to do when I get to work. But I would like to try it and see what kind of effect. Anybody that's done that, I want to know more about it. Time blocking or I think that's what it's called. Time blocking at work and planning out your breaks. Hit us up. WJT podcast on Instagram. I want to know if you've tried that because uh, I'm super intrigued. Yeah. Because if that leads to higher productivity and more downtime, sign me up. That's also if like you have the luxury of even being able to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, when you're facing deadlines and things like that, you just... Yeah. You can't. But like if, if you can like... Even like if you can just like... So I, I have Spotify on my computer and I'll just like put on the music real quick when I want like a, like a mental like... Mm-hmm. Just kind of like mental clarity. Mm-hmm. You know, I know this too, like music, like if I'm trying to focus in on something at work, like me, if I'm like, all right, like I just, I, I know what I got to do. I just can't focus. I'll put the music on and all of a sudden like I'm able to kind of like zone in on what I need to do. Yeah. But th- this podcast, this episode isn't about that. It's about how to maximize your time with the 24 hours that you're given. Like what, mm-hmm. what's important to you, right? Is it working out? Is it also like spending time with your family? Like for me, like it, it's, it's definitely trying to get a workout in, but however, it's also about trying to be, you know, a good husband and you know, it's going to be also trying to be a great father and it's going to be you know like like what what, what can i do within that short amount of time because th- th- it's true during the work week or whenever you're not off and you're working like your your life unfortunately it exists all around work mm-hmm. you know we, we like to say here like we don't we don't live to work we work to live our lives but in reality like unfortunately the way it's structured you spend 90 percent of your time at work right and a very small percent of that time like not at work like living your life so, so when you're not you want to make sure that that time is maximized yeah yeah you don't want to yeah. waste it so definitely like you know get the workout in you know kiss your you know your spouse or your, your loved one and you know like spend some time as much time even if it's only 30 minutes to an hour you know hanging out maybe watching something on on you know on netflix but mm-hmm. like just like relax so that you know what like you can kind of clear your mind, enjoy your time, l- live your life. So that way when you get to work tomorrow, you know, it's not like shit, what did I even, even how many times is it like damn, I'm back here right if I didn't even oh, leave. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then then you're just like I'm not motivated, you know, like I'm I'm just, I'm just dragging ass. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was kind of dragging ass for a little while today. I don't know if it was the fact I got my second COVID shot yesterday or if it was just the fact I was tired. I don't I don't know, but I was kind of dragging ass. So like what I did again to prioritize my time at work is I just like started writing, writing down things I needed to do and I was mm-hmm. making a box. I and, do that too. And the second I started checking shit off, all of a sudden like, by the end of the day, everything was checked off. You yeah. know? So I'm like, I was. I can say I dragged ass all day long. However, I did accomplish all of my tasks that right. I put down for myself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think that's important. And yeah, I I just I think that trying to find those little nuggets of time and like I keep saying this and I I promise one day I'm going to do it. I really want to get into like meditation and like quiet time and like even if it's just like five minutes, like I hear the benefits of doing that is are like huge. There's there's such that that show on Netflix that I was Mm -hmm. watching for a couple episodes. Yeah. About meditation? Yeah. And it, like, yeah. It, you just go through, like, breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. It really does Peloton help. has it. And, like, they have, yeah, like, sleep right. meditation. They have wakeful meditation. They have all kinds of stuff. And, like, I really need to prioritize that and make that something that I do because I think it's I think it's important. And, like, the other thing is, you know, we talk about this ad nauseum. But, like, once you're disconnected from work and you're, you're giving your time to personal things, like, stick to that. Yeah. Like I've so I have um an app on my phone that it's called Fishbowl and it's it's sort of like a social media app for like people in like different industries. So like I'm in like the legal one law, I guess you could call it. And um there's all different like sub bowls, like, you know, women in the law and like all this other stuff. And like I look at it and I see people chatting about stuff and you know, a lot of the times people are like, well, you know, I want, I don't have any time to do this. And like, I want more time. How do you do it? And like, I remember one thing that resonated with me was somebody was like, yeah, I really want to make my, you know, physical wellness a priority. And I want to be able to make it to the gym. And somebody answered and they were just like, I just came out the gate, like with every employer that I've known, like they know that I go to the gym at five 30 every day. Like they just know in the morning or in the, uh, in the evening. Okay. Yeah. And he said, you know, he's like, I get to my office around seven 30, eight o'clock. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, and then people just know that I leave at five cause I'm going to the gym at five 30 and that's, yeah, that's my good. time. And I just like set that boundary right out the gate. And I think that that's like super valuable because if you make people aware that you're doing that, like, you know, that that's your game and that's what you're doing. It not only holds you to it, but it's like, okay, don't be mad when, you know, you come looking for me at five, you know, 15 and I'm not there. It's like, well, you know that that's my time. Yeah. And, and props to the guy who said straight up to the company, hey, by the way, at 530, I go to the gym. So uh-huh. I'll be at work by 730 a.m. Right. You have me for fucking nine, 10 hours. Right. No problem. But at this time, it's my time. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely respect that. Yeah. And that's hard to do in the legal field. And it's mostly because people just have this preconceived notion that like you're just going to be available all the time and that's like every job every, every job. industry now yeah it, it, like like everyone i thought like we were going to this thing where like it's all about work-life balance and you know like eight hour work day like like we're not though we're going far away from that yeah and I, I, years ago i think you and i were having a conversation we were talking about well it's you know it's 20 whatever you know and i think most companies are starting to realize like you know especially with millennials that like work-life balance is important and you know and some companies have some companies have definitely um have accommodated and catered to that kind of ideology to where like no like i you know my life and my work-life balance is more important any any company that maybe I've worked for has seen like it's not the case. It's yeah. it's like yeah, like work life balance, like you know, but like we need you if you can. Yeah, but, like, like if like, not, then like, tough. but but we really need you to be one hundred percent on like like one hundred percent on it. Like 
all the time, twenty four seven. Yeah. So you know, you better answer your 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 messages and your phone calls and your emails and. You know, we're going to give you action items on Saturday night. And if you don't see the email until Monday morning, shame on you. You know, like mm-hmm. shit, shit, shit like that. Like, unfortunately, we're going away, you know, and like you just said, to, you just said to me, okay, the the guy gets in at 7, 3, 8 a.m. He's like, but by five, okay, that's already nine and a half, 10 hours. Yeah. You know, and then now I'm working, like I'm on site 10 hours and then that doesn't include my commute too, mm-hmm. which is, you know, especially with traffic. And so that's why I'm saying like you, most people now you're really doing a 12 hour day. That's you, the expectation, yeah. Yeah, even even if you're not on site 12 hours or you know logged in 12 hours, like you're still doing 12 hours with everything that's yeah. In it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's important to to note that like obviously that's not like you know extremely rigid obviously if that attorney has like a trial or something and you know oh yeah, they yeah, need, yeah. It, but but i need something tangible like for me it's just like i need you i need something tangible i need i need a court that's saying i i want you present at 5 30 or i need a deadline it can't just be like i want you to be available at my whim you know, like you can't just be like, I want you to just be here just in case I want to give you something to do. It's like, yeah. well, no, no, that's not how it works. Do, do you feel this is what I feel now, too, just because of like the culture of what we're talking about right now, about just being you just being there all the time that like certain employers or certain, I don't know, colleagues or even bosses like will message you at like 515, 530 and like give you an action to do now just to see. And it's just like, and it's, yeah, and it's just like, you know, I've been here all day, all right? Day, yeah. And you come, you, and you, you're asking for and this it's not now. Something that, <laughs> that couldn't have been asked of me until now. Right. Yeah. Like, like maybe, you know, so, so now what I'm going to have to do is if you can do it, okay, now that's going to fuck up my entire night. Great. Here you go. Now I'm going to rush some half-assed bullshit to you just because you waited till you know, the end of the day to give, mm-hmm. to give something out. And it's just like, and you're, and you're like thinking back, like, have I not been here all day? Nope. I've been here all yeah. goddamn day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so. I think, I think that's, that's another thing that another good takeaway for this conversation is like setting boundaries is what's key. You know, you have to set boundaries in order to get to, you know, get that extra time. And if that, that's what needs to be done, then that's what needs to be done. I mean, people need to understand that you have certain things that you need to do and, you know, I know we've been saying since the beginning of this episode, like, well, we all have the same 24 hours. It's like, yeah, but we also all only have 24 hours in a day. So it's like, you know, I have things I need to take care of that don't involve this business or this company right. or, you know, right. I'm not the owner of this business. And even if I am like, it's not, you know, it shouldn't be like the end all be all of what I'm doing every single day. No. And then certain people, I guess they get, they get so, so consumed, you know, to where, to where they're afraid to take any time off. Right. And then when they do take time off, they're like, Oh no, but I'm, I'm checking in or and I'm, you I'm know, here. yeah, it's, it's like, like why? no one's impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like why? I, for one, I'm not impressed by that. Why? Like, um, just like live your life, man. You know, yeah. like what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, all you true crime fans, this is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morphin. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. But yeah, so we, yeah, we just wanted to share that kind of like what was on our mind recently. So we just wanted to share that with our audience. The other thing that is on our mind 
um, that is on a totally different unrelated note. Today, actually, the Derek Chauvin uh, trial was concluded and Mm -hmm. the jury, well, it was concluded a couple days ago, but the jury finally delivered a verdict and it's a good day here in uh, the United States for once. It's a good day. (laughs) It's, It's a good day where justice was served where it was due yeah you know and um, guilty on all three charges yeah second degree murder yeah unintentional murder in the course of committing a felony third degree murder third degree unintentional murder in the course of committing felony and then manslaughter as well i got it got to the point where you know the verdict was being handed down and i was like i really wish i watched this whole trial i mean there was no practical way i could have done that with work and everything but like I wish I had sat in front of the TV and watched this whole trial because I would have felt in the moments leading up to waiting to hear the verdict, I feel like I would have been more confident in what the outcome was going to be if I had seen it I think that as a we, lawyer. I think you weren't confident in the, in the outcome before you heard it was because of just past, like, yeah. things have happened to the past. Injustices. Where, where, right, where people yeah. have gotten off. And, you know, um, you know, of course, obviously, the uh, the social media world blew up um, with everything, a lot, a lot of good, and you know, e- even people again disagreeing with the outcome and in and whatever. Like everyone, you know what? I respect everyone's opinion. Everyone has, you know, the right to their own opinion. But I think sometimes that you take this whole thing and you blow it out of context. The context of the story again is that another human being murdered another human being in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Especially when not a human being, the, the 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 human being that murdered the the other person um wears a badge to protect and serve the the community Mm -hmm. and uh unfortunately um you know there was a someone died at the hands of that that badge and that's not like obviously there's you know not what that badge represents that badge represents actual justice (laughs) it's supposed to represent actual justice um servitude to the community um helping your community become a better place regardless of ethnicity uh gender it doesn't matter it should be just one thing right and then when you know that badge isn't you know um, upheld the correct way you know um this is the justice that that i believe that badge and and our country does deserves um you know what i mean yeah i mean you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not a cop but like what i'm saying is like you know of course we have we have police friends and the thing is it's just like this is not about this is about another human being murdering another human being in cold blood yeah you know and and highly race-based oh oh, highly highly racially charged scenario of course highly racially charged scenario and those people that choose to ignore that i mean i don't know what to do to help you at this point but you know, no matter which way you slice it, um, it was a racially charged crime that was committed. I was, based on what I did see of the prosecution's case, I was really impressed with how they put on their case. They kind of put on a clinic in terms of how prosecution puts on cases for stuff like this. They had a ton of experts. They had a ton of witnesses. They had a ton of other stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was super impressed um, with the outcome and I was super impressed with the jury and the judge and everything. Um, The judge's holdings throughout the case were pretty consistent from what I could see, you know, and this is this was really the only way, you know, I would have been really, really I mean, I still am disheartened by the way that things are handled in the police and our judicial system and things like that. There's we got a long way to go, but this was a good day. You know, I'm hoping that we're on the right path. I'm hoping that, you know, we're on a path of reform, you know, and we have alternative community service that can be utilized as opposed to, you know, police force and things like that. I just think that, you know, it, it's become almost too paramilitary. Um, you know, I don't. And let, let's be clear. Also, we're, we're not talking about and everyone gets this very um, this misconstrued. We're not talking about defund the police. 
We're talking about reform, right? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah. defund is a misnomer. No, we're not talking about defund. As a matter of fact, maybe we fund more, right? But like a, a complete a complete reform and a, and a culture change. I think that... It's about a culture change. Yeah, it's it, totally about culture change, definitely. That, but that, that's the defund issue. the police doesn't mean take away all funding from the police. That's not what it means. It just means reallocation of funding to other community support groups that's fine i meant yeah i meant the same thing when i said like maybe more funding i i meant it the exact same way right right right. just now yeah right but like the thing is too right it's the same thing in the military like they want to change something they want to change a behavior change a culture it's the same thing they just do it Mm -hmm. but no one freaks out about it like that they just execute you know yeah like you have to you have to like the military has to change According to their environment, they have to adapt to their environment, and, and the environment always changes. Whether it's in a war zone, um, whether you know it's it's domestic, you know it doesn't matter. Like you have to adapt and change to your to your environment. And currently, we're not seeing that change within the police force right now. They're not being able to adjust and adapt to the current environment, which is causing these a lot of these issues. Yeah, you know. So I think that um, I definitely like a reform. Um, because again, the military does it all the time, but a reform is definitely needed to, you know, ensure the safety of everyone moving forward. And and maybe one day we, you know, the United States of America can get out of all these murders and these shootings and these, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, it, it, who knows? But um, we gotta we gotta act, and and by talking shit and not doing anything like that, that's just causing more of a problem. We have to come together and we have to figure out how to best move forward, and we need to have buy-in too, you know, on, on all levels. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Uh Obviously, we did a huge episode on this, um, Police Brutality and Black Lives Matter. Um, you guys can check that out. It's from last season. I think it was like season one. Season one, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So if it's season one, you'll hear like, we, we sound different now than we did on season one. Season one, we were kind of like new, like we were podcast rookies. I, yeah. I sound like complete jerk off but I can, like the whole time. But I, okay, yeah. That aside, I, I planned out that episode in a way that I hope that I was able to articulate kind of how we feel about everything. But it's really, you know, obviously, we don't have too much time left on this episode to to get really get into it but we just you know didn't want to let this day go by without mentioning that we have a you know we had a successful in my opinion outcome i think justice was served and then i i mean it's going to be interesting to see kind of how because obviously these stories keep popping up you know we keep having this problem it's like it's like every day so and of course the facts are different for every single one yes but the the one consistent thing throughout is is lack of police training and lack of community service in the police and and racially charged incidents i I mean it's just it doesn't stop so you know if there's one thing that we can take away from this i think it's not you know of course we want we want to be joyous and happy that you know george floyd's memory is going to be upheld and you know he's you know vindicated to some extent but you know it kind of opens our eyes to what we can do what needs to be done and you know how we can how we can make it better moving forward and make these police departments kind of adapt change and and you know effectuate change and and kind of do what they were originally supposed to do you know i mean yeah and it, it's just disheartening too to see like you know people i was in the military with saying stuff like you know well you know what like if you're if you're you know thin blue line and let's put down your badge and don't do shit you know what i mean like that's not the answer well it's crazy to me you know, that like, like let's let's work together to, to yeah to, to, to fix this it's you know like, it's why crazy we... to me that this profession is one of the only ones that you know you get somebody doing something terrible and the response is just defensive, you know, oh, well, what about, you know, blue lives matter? This, like, it, you know, when you get a surgeon 
that botches a surgery and kills someone. You don't have everybody saying, oh, well, protect surgeons at all costs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have that defensive. You're kind of like, no, that was wrong. That was malpractice or that was reckless of them or they were trying to kill that person or whatever. You know, there's outrage. So what I don't understand is why there isn't the very same outrage with this. I mean, there certainly is. There is some, but there is yeah. It depends on what color you are. Yeah, but then for others, others are making excuses, and I just don't. You don't see that kind of that level of you know blind camaraderie that you do with the police, and I think that that's just another telltale sign that we need the reform. It doesn't even happen like that, like in the military. You don't don't even hear like you know this this thin blue line thing shit. I think when when the military, it's like the thin red line. Even made a movie on based on that, but like it's it, it's not like spoken of like that. It's a natural brotherhood, right? Like yeah. everyone of different colors, races, gender, it doesn't matter. And the police, it, it gets stereotyped as you know as these white racists. Yeah, you know, like you know, thin blue line. I I, I don't know. Like now I'm gonna go off on a whole other like tunnel, but it's. The, the but mo- also, you the don't moral- have military guys when, when uh, you know, somebody in the military flies off the handle and has a psychotic break or whatever and, and you know, hurt, harm somebody else. You don't have military tribunals be- having blind loyalty to that person. No. And then, you know what? Like, and it, it's happened. It's happened in Iraq, Afghanistan. And guess what? It's not really spoken of. Yeah. Like, they're just taken off to jail. And it's like, oh, they're going to Leavenworth now. You that's know what I mean? It. And that's yeah. it. Like, it ends there, you know? And the thing is, like, a lot of, um you know, uh, veterans and a lot of people I served with in the army, like you know, they're they're very hardcore on on the on the thin blue line, and you know, and it's and I'm not saying that. Oh, what what I'm saying is I'm all for reform and restructure, cultural restructure to whatever is good to help the environment, to help our community, to help the United States of America move forward. You know, yeah. You know, you you need you need protection. You need a police force. But right, like it may, maybe do we do we start to to scale back and say, you know, maybe you don't need to look like a Navy SEAL. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe you, know, you don't like, have to have a high and tight to be r- a cop. R- right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. I mean, or, that's just that's like a superficial thing, but yeah. No, no, but 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 it, it's just saying like maybe we need to you know just just reevaluate what you know. Again, the police force is supposed to be a, a service to the community. Yeah, you need to be held to a certain standard. It's not just right. like do whatever you want. And I think as a final note, we're running out of time, but like on a final note, like a lot of these people are, you know, that come to the aid of the police when, they, when they're killing people is, oh, well, you should have obeyed the law. That doesn't matter. You, if, yeah. Because you broke the law does not mean that you deserve to die at the hands of the police, well, period. Well, like you said before, like people were like, well, you know, George Floyd, he was on drugs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You he, don't deserve to die because you're on drugs. Right. Period. And you know what? With white people, it's an epidemic. With black people, they're criminals. Yeah. So let's let's just stop that narrative now. Okay. Now, before I Touché. get heated, um, we're going to wrap this up. I hope you guys enjoyed chatting with us, listening. Um, let us know your thoughts. Um, like I said, I want to know about that time block thing. So if anybody knows anything about that, um, helpful tips as to how to manage your time better and squeeze everything you need to in a day, let me know. WJT Podcast on Instagram and WJTPodcast at gmail.com. All right, fam. We love you guys. We'll talk to you later. And we're just talking. Perfect. 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 Hosted on dimlywit.com.